Hello. Hi. Wait, now are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah, recording. Oh. <laughs> Hi. Hey. 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 <laughs> that was four hey's for three of us. There are only three people here, so we're going to guess who said hey twice. And I don't remember who it was. It was, I think it was for Emma. sure you. Oh. oh. <laughs> How did you forget that you said hey twice? I'm really nervous. This is our first episode. This is our first episode. This is our first episode um, of... You heard it, queer first. <laughs> da, da. The DN culture podcast where we talk about queer media as queer people. Should we introduce our, ourselves? I think we should introduce ourselves. What name, pronouns? Big three, sign. Big three, sign. Um, gender what? identity, sexual orientation? That feels um, relevant. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and then we can do like what media we're hyper fixated on right now. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's going to be new every episode, so we should do that at the beginning of every episode. That's so true. Oh, oh, I might have to pull up so my true. list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I can go first. Go first. Um, my name's Sid. I am the senior opinion editor. Um, my pronouns are they, them. Um, I'm a non-binary lesbian. Uh, look it up. It's real, I promise. <laughs> Do um, your research. Don't ask Sid to explain it. Hopefully, if you're listening to this, we're, you're not like completely... Oblivious, Oblivious. Yeah. And if you are, come come join us. Yeah, ready. come ready to learn. Come ready yeah, to no, learn. we welcome ready to an Google. open heart and an open mind. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm a junior psychology major. I've got triple earth signs. I've got, oh, I'm a Taurus sun, a uh, Virgo moon, and a rising Capricorn. Yuck. So, yeah. And my hyperfixation right now is Hunter Hunter because... I'm being converted into weebdom. I thought yes. it was called Hunter X Hunter. No, 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 no. You only say that if you're a normie. It's pronounced, <laughs> it's pronounced Hunter Hunter. Oh, it's Hunter X Hunter. is silent. I've, I've been outed as a normie. I can edit that part out if you want. No. Keep it, keep it real. Keep it, keep it real for the, the we listeners. We need to know our personalities. True. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's me. That's Sid. All right. I'll go next. Um, I'm Emma. I'm the assistant culture editor uh, one of the I guess one of the John if you're listening <laughs> I guess um pronouns she her I loosely identify as bisexual lesbian gay sapphic sapphic <laughs> sapphic <laughs> women <laughs> women I think we can all agree that women, women. <laughs> and the occasional man if he's proper um, I'm a Aries Sun, Virgo Moon, Gemini Rising. Oh my God, you're a Virgo Moon too. I'm a Virgo Moon. Oh um, I'm a sophomore journalism and English major, and God, I want to drop my journalism English. <laughs> I want to drop my journalism major. <laughs> oh, you just called yet? Just dropping out, dude. <laughs> What's your hyperfixation? Ooh, um, this has been my hyperfixation since like August, so I don't know if it still counts, but I'm still writing the Marvel train, particularly the Scarlet Widow train, that is Wanda and Natasha. Okay, yeah, yeah. I vibe it. I yeah. vibe it. You vibe it. I vibe it. Very cool. That's very respectable. Yeah. Um... Hi, my name's Becca. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. 
I work at the DN as just a random podcast person. You um, may know her from her work on <laughs> Weebskers. Yes, Weebskers. Um, with a great name. So, yeah, if you want to check out our anime pod, I'm also on that. Um, I don't know why, but... <laughs> I don't know why you Yeah, but it's, it's fun. Um, and now I'm on this one, and that's really my only role here is to provide opinions people didn't ask me for on things that... They don't care about. Um, you don't write? Hell no. <laughs> she can't. She works for Um yeah. But What's um, your big three? Oh, yeah. My big three, I am an Aquarius sun, because you know I'm quirky. <laughs> I have a Scorpio moon, and Ooh. I'm a Cancer Ooh. rising. Fa- Ooh. Yes. Mm. Scorpio, Scorpio moon. Scorpio moon, indeed. Are these good or yet? I, I have no idea. I I'm, just, I'm a bad gay. I'm not great at like signs. I'm just like, oh. I've only, I've only absorbed it from Jana, a known straight. So. A known straight? A known straight. I just if know you my listen to the game, you the know Jana, a known straight. <laughs> Which oh, is true. Yeah. A, cl- a, a official straight. An One official of, straight. Like a straight straight. Like she gives relationship advice. She gives relationship advice to heterosexuals. Ugh. We love you, Jonna. So we do I, Jonna. but I do it from the gay perspective, which always means break up, up him, break, break <laughs> up with him. And how often is it correct? Most I'm days. almost always right, and then people mm-hmm. they well, it's just because men. <laughs> so I mean, and a lot of my friends are actually not most of my friends aren't straight. We have like the token straight in our friend group, but everyone is like at least also still attracted to men and has really only dated men. So it's like the just unfortunate. Leave. Yeah. Just leave. But whatever. Um. Uh, I identify as queer. Um, the best identity. Which just means, like, you don't know, and neither do I, and that's good. We're just, I'm just out there. Yeah. I'm living it. And oh, yeah. um, my hyperfixation at the moment, um, well, it should be One Piece, because I'm trying <laughs> to binge One Piece, which, if you have ever seen Weebskers, you know, because every episode when we talk about what we're watching, I'm still saying One Piece. But... Um, <laughs> To the disappointment of Drake and Co, I am super hyper fixated on Genshin right now and crime right. podcasts. Crime and I can't, podcast. I can listen to crime podcasts and I can play Genshin at the same time. Cannot do that with One Piece. Yeah. Because, so you true. know, subtitles, Japanese. So true. Yeah. So um, I think that hit all of what I was supposed to hit, right? That's yeah. Great. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. You've done it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and yeah, this is a podcast where we talk about gay media. Uh, queer media, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if the today's topic is Lil Nas X, Lil Nas X, and Montero, his new album. So I have one thing to bring up, which when we were planning on covering Montero, uh, Becca, you sent a message <laughs> about how much you loved it, and you were like, "Yes, like Black Gay Joy," and I was like. I, I know I responded, mm-hmm. like, yes, but internally I was like, what is she talking about? The last half of that album sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I meant, like, unadulterated black gay joy as in, like, I guess not the sad half of the album, but even the sad half of the album. Like, Lil Nas X is just being unapologetically himself. Yeah, that's And what, so yeah. that's what, and, like, especially, you know, being a gay man and being a gay black man, I know there's a lot of cultural things around that and it makes it really hard so i was just really i'm not sure if inspired is the right word but i was really inspired by uh, just how true to himself he was and it really felt like you know 
I'm pretty sure in one of his videos or in like that the cool artwork he has for the album, there's something about him coming out of a chrysalis or something. Mm -hmm. Or there's there's just a lot of theme of emergence in the album, mm -hmm. which really felt true with the album. Because even the stuff that was sad, it was just so open and it was so, so just pure emotion that um, I don't know. It was just it was incredible to to see and listen to. Yeah, there was a lot of um, chrysalis butterfly. Um, stuff on that album art yeah cover. like rebirth was yeah. huge 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 in this huge. and he had the I whole pregnancy yes <laughs> yes can we talk a little bit about the pregnancy yeah, of course video. we can talk about the pregnancy i did i did see so it was he he said it was his announcement about his new album and he did like a pregnancy photo shoot was it just like photoshopped or was he no it was i'm pretty sure it was like actually a like a like uh, a cat like a pregnancy like, belly yeah. oh yeah, yeah like like in glee yeah, like, I haven't seen that. that. Yeah, like in Glee. Like in Glee. Or like in the Try Guys did it. Okay. Yeah. They like lived a, a day pregnant. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I saw an article that was like, this is transphobic because it's like bringing up the idea that like it's impossible for a man to get pregnant. And I was like, I don't see it that way. Mm -hmm. I can see how people would see it that way. But I just see it as Lil Nas X doing his thing. Yeah. Um, he, he was just, like, trying to be quirky. He wasn't – I don't feel like he was saying that men can't get pregnant. True. So. I think it was – because I saw the – I saw the, the video, the pregnancy and birth <laughs> video, <laughs> yeah. before I actually listened to the album. Oh. And if, if you're listening and you're not familiar with the pregnancy video, um, our, our man – gets rolled out on a on a gurney like down a hospital hall <laughs> he's pregnant he's sweating he's in labor oh yes he is and after some time pushing and struggling with his labor he births the vinyl album cover i should get that it's so delicious i don't think that's the right word to use <laughs> after something has just been birthed so delicious <laughs> That's like Jacob in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Am I right? I don't like that at all. <laughs> but I'm right. Renez made with no, a little right. snack. No. Like, okay, let's, let's reel it back in. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. So unlike Lil Nas X reeled out his album, which is super cool, um, he had – so his two signals off it were – it was Call Me By Your Name and then Industry Baby, and right? Sun Goes Down, right? Sun Goes Down was a – okay. I didn't listen to that one before the album. Actually, I like I I listened to Sun Goes Down when it first came out, and I'll be honest, I like it didn't really resonate with me. I don't think I looked too closely at the lyrics until after the whole album was out, and then I listened to it again, and now it's one of my tops. Like I am so obsessed with Sun Goes Down. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think it really. I think this album as a whole works really well, which I think is something that's kind of unique for today's music. Um, it's like I feel like it has a whole. Do you have something to say about that, Becca? You sound like. I don't know, my grandparents or my parents or <laughs> <laughs> these kids today don't know how to oh, make real these kids music. and their rap and these my kids and their rap music i'm sorry i just don't think um young gravy's latest album is like a great concept okay okay no so yeah i i really really like this and i think especially i've been a little less like stan since day one so i loved his seven ep um but i really think i think this album is just so much more him you know mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like because the seven one was just like a sort of like collection it was just a little bit a little bit a little bit here
here, a little bit there. Um, it was like some fun stuff, but it didn't really feel like it was telling the story of Lil Nas X the way that mm-hmm. um, Montero is. I mean, this one we talked about like his his like childhood and his family mm-hmm. and his background and sort of who he feels like he is as as a black gay man, and I I think it's it's very valuable like knowledge to put in an album. I I think my biggest thing that I liked about it was I think I speak for a lot of people when I say that we all sort of expected like a a, a party hip hop album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we were all kind of expected like, you know, just some some raging bops and not that there weren't raging bops. There were he, Scoop anyone? He, he has Doja and the Stallion. Um Scoop? There Scoop? were some raging bops in there, but a lot of it was much softer, much more introspective. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is what makes it so good is subverting expectations and getting oh, in so there. True. I like this album for me, the first time, usually when I listen to an album for the first time that I'm super excited for, you know, I get off the noise cancelers, I put them on, I sit there, I go through the whole album, I just sit there. I'll be honest, don't listen to every song all the way through. I skip, like, I, I listen to, like, at least half of it. And usually by half, you can usually tell if you're going to like the song or yeah, not. Yeah, if and it then, goes on the playlist or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go back and I'll listen mm-hmm. to them all like in, in their entirety. But I'm just looking for playlist vibes at the moment. Yeah, I get it. But when I listened to this one, I had actually like forgotten that it was coming out the night before. So I didn't realize until the next morning. So I just put it on while I was making breakfast and doing dishes. Not a good way to hear the album for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Because, like Emma said, I really was expecting more just like more industry baby and industry baby <laughs> slaps so, so hard. hard it does and like i was really expecting more industry baby mm-hmm. and so at first i was like oh like all these songs are good but like eh. and then later i think i put it on in the car or when i actually had time to sit down and listen to it and now i just like put the album on repeat because it's just so good and so i shouldn't have listened to it like i shouldn't have broken my routine and how i listen to albums but it's it was, it was really good. And we all make mistakes. Yeah. So even mistakes. though I was expecting more industry babies. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> he was giving birth. I mean, what did yeah. he yeah. give birth? Yeah. It was like, I, I, I'm really happy with the way the album turned out and like the mix in there. Um, Scoop is one of my favorites. Scoop. For sure. Um, should we like list our favorites from oh, the album? Yeah. We can. I, I mean, I'm kind of basic. I mean, I, I'll go first because I already have it pulled up because I wanted to talk about the video okay. after this. Um, that's what I want. Oh, Ooh, yeah. It's yes. so good. I oh, love it. so good. That's, that's, that's the, like, I'm just like, yes, like, you should get, the, like, I want that for you too, Long Ass X. Like, yes. I just want a boy to cuddle with you all night. Like, you deserve that. I cannot, I cannot put that song on without just like a little boogie you gotta get a little boogie he's like "Mm." and i love i love what what he does with like just the little like acoustic guitar and then like the Mm -hmm. synth beat i just i love that that's his like little style and it's just like that song makes me so happy um scoop obviously obviously i love i'm a big meg stan so dollar sign slime i just have to it's not the best like i know it's not the best but like it's still Meg. It's she's doing hot girl shit. She's doing hot girl shit. What's your favorite? Oh, I think Becca's <laughs> adjusting herself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm at least by. I was adjusting my septum. Um. So my favorites from the album are easily Industry Baby. Oh yeah. That's what I want. Scoop. 
sun goes down, don't want it, and um, I think Tales of Dominica, I think? Whichever the one where he's like, I smoke myself to sleep and it's really depressing but goes really hard, yeah. I think that's Tales of Dominica, love whatever one that is. I also yeah. really, really like Dead right now, but I really like it when I'm listening to the album because it goes like, I'm like bopping to Montero and then I'm and like, then you're like, I'm like, dang, his dad, like, oh, that sucks. And then it goes to Industry Baby and I'm like back in the hype <laughs> mode. And then it's like, that's what I want. And that's, so the first half of the album besides Dead right now is really like, hype. Hype. Yeah, it little goes sadder in the last half. Yeah. I think of the last half, I really love Void. Mm-hmm. Void was up there for Void me, Void was really up there for me. Yeah. Um, what did you guys think of his little, like, um, like spoken word, like, 20-second thing? I'm so sorry. I skip mm. it. I, 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 I mean, it's not on, like, my playlist. I don't <laughs> listen to it. I mean, I, I, I listened to it. I'm not a big fan of not songs and albums i, I will say wait, that do you listen to Interludes? dreamland no. by glass animals no. oh yes. i i bought it on on vinyl because i didn't know that they were gonna do that and oh. so then i like get it and i'm like half of this is just this guy named dave talking not yeah. dave not, not dave. dave wavy davy oh. um but yeah no I, I it's just like one i don't really yeah. that much i just thought it was kind of interesting i know there are, there are artists that'll put like three or four in an album mm-hmm. like this isn't why i'm here i get i get that you're trying you're telling a story i think storytelling and albums are important but he does that with on in like with music yeah exactly yeah. As, as an artist as an artist should. as a musician should they should shut up yeah. and sing yeah oh my no God. i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding i just think that they should sing on their albums and then they should speak at other times that's what i think yeah i mean i think that's fair um like Emma mentioned, a lot of people have a lot of those on their albums sometimes, mm-hmm. where I'm just like, yeah, girl, take this out. <laughs> but um, Lil Nas X, is, it was only like, what? It was one and it, it was, was 24, 24 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we know. We know. <laughs> um, so, like, it wasn't that bad. And, I yeah. mean, it was interesting. I listened to it, you know, the first time I listened to the album, I was like, okay, cool. I'm just like, I, obviously, it's not something that's going to get a lot of plays. Yeah. But yeah. on the one hand, I think it can be cool that artists do that knowing that, mm-hmm. as long as it contribute something mm-hmm. and in this case since it was just one thing and it was just 24 seconds i felt like it did contribute something to the process mm-hmm. and like enlightening us on the process so i didn't mind it but then you know there's stuff like glass animals where it's like half the album should not just be random ass talking yeah like take that out yeah Please. this is a glass animals this hate is a podcast <laughs> animals hate podcast <laughs> so true um yeah so and so he's he's queer He's queer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did we mention that at the beginning? Yeah. No, Guys, I think if, we if forgot. If you didn't know, Lil Nas X is gay. He's a gay. He is a gay. He's one of them. And I, I would just like to, to mention, I I have more thoughts on this. And if we want, if if you'll let me talk about the, the What I Want music video, I'll expand there. It'd be fine, because I haven't watched it. Yeah, till in Oh, I've seen some clips of it, though, yeah. and I was like... The clips are all you need, babe. Yeah, they're so good. Um, oh, yeah, enlighten me, because I haven't okay. seen anything so, very visual with this album. So, um, the visuals are half of it, dude. I know, I'm The sorry. visuals are all good. But, so, so in what I want, the, the music video, the part that you need to care about... Okay. Okay. Is basically, our, our man's Lil Nas, he's on like a football team that has pink uniforms um as they all should if we're we're honest um um he gets injured he gets carted off the field with an ice pack on his knee and he goes to the locker room bummed out 
I'm watching it and I'm silent right okay. now. Well, after this Hulu ad. After this Hulu ad. But yeah, ad. you should talk about it because the, the listeners. Yeah. So he gets carted off the field with an ice pack on his knee. He goes to the locker room. He's bummed out uh, that he's out of the game. And one of his super heterosexual teammates comes over and they start a making out. Oh, they you do? Know. Yeah, they do. They start they start to make them out. Let me skip to the, Oh, there they go. Yep, and they start... Well, obviously not super heterosexual. <laughs> yeah. They oh, start they making are out. just making out. They're wow. making out. They are undressing. Kind of mad. I can't see the video right now. against the lockers. Becca wants to see. Oh, they got a condom? Direct condom, and then they like have sex in the showers. Placement? Oh, yes. And you will notice that our man's little Nas is a bottom. Oh, is that what this was about? <laughs> That's partially what this was about. Uh, but do I you want to make let's it? Let's roll this the clip again. Got that Durex condom, and there we go. Okay, great. But I just wanted to bring this up. <laughs> I want to bring this up because Lil Nas has tweeted when people ask, like, "Are you a top or a bottom?" He has tweeted, "Like, I'm a power bottom, and we should stop associating weakness with being a bottom." And, yeah. like, less power huh. with being a bottom. And I thought that was really interesting. And I thought that it was really interesting that he's so willing to talk about it. Oh, he's bringing flowers to his house. Sid's still watching the oh, video. Oh, that's so cute. I think it's cute. Yeah, I, I think that is... Oh, now he's screaming. Yeah. Oh, his mom... T- oh, this is so sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should also- watch- y'all should watch this video. <laughs> yeah, there's also some Brokeback Mountain imagery in this... In this. Uh, video, as there should be. Oh, he's going through it. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's throwing the bottle. Oh, no. oh, he's n- oh, he's not okay. Does he just live alone? Oh, he was in high school. His dog rip rip. Well, not sex. Did he die? No, it's a wedding. Oh, he's getting married. Okay, to his guitar. Wait, was that oh, that, yeah, was that, that was Billy him. Porter? Look that was shredded. Billy Porter. Oh, he's killing it. And then he kills it. I would go to this wedding. Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Oh, he's oh. He's going through it. Really? So so yeah, if you're listening to this, you should probably pull up the video if you haven't seen it, yeah. so you know what we're talking about. We just about. spoke through the entire video. I think it's But it's good and you should watch it. It is good and you should watch it, and that will inspire you to watch it. So um yeah, so bottoms. So bottoms. Um well just kind of on that, um, like you said about how he's so open to talk about stuff like that. Um, of course that's amazing and fantastic and needed, but then, you know, it kind of does make me sad because as one of the most famous as not the most famous gay black man in the music industry Mm -hmm. that you know it was kind of forced on him he kind of has to be open about it so on the one hand um i think he's a good person to do it because i think you know he's he's funny he's smart he's really talented you know and he's good at getting things out there and at talking about this stuff so i'm I'm really grateful for that and i I just hope that it isn't tolling on him too much that it kind of falls on him to do so yeah, and that was one of the things that I noticed, like, about this album. I think sometimes the problem with when you have queer artists or, like, queer media creators, it can be, like, there's really, um, I feel like sometimes it can go in the direction where it's just all about the queerness and, like, the yeah. queer trauma. Especially um, the trauma. Especially because there always the trauma. has to be trauma. Well, yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> we all just took a beat to think about our own personal oh, traumas. Yes. But yeah, I really liked how this album was just sort of like exploring his life. And there were there were joyous parts. There were bops. There were some sad parts. He was really just like putting his whole self 
out there. And that's how life goes. Yeah. There's and some bops. There are some voids. There's some oh, voids. Oh, there are some voids. There's some scoop. There's some scoop. There's some scoop. Hopefully, for all of you out there, there's a lot of scoop. Hopefully, there's we're, lots of we're scoop wishing for scoop all of y'all. on all our listeners. <laughs> should, I feel like we should give our listeners names. Wish them lots of scoop on all y'all. Queers? What? <laughs> um, that feels assumptive. Oh, oh, okay. I mean, um, qualies. Queers and allies. Qualies. <laughs> yes. Are you not entertained? <laughs> Wishing for lots of scoop on all y'all qualies. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We're gonna regret calling them that. No, we're not. No one's gonna listen. <laughs> it's qualies. Def- I was gonna say, oh, my mom, but I'm not sending this to my mom. <laughs> no. I'm gonna send this to my dad. No, speaking of my dad, um, oh. my dad really liked Old Town Road. Oh, and okay. I just want to talk about Old Town Road a little bit because sure. I also really liked Old Town Road. It was just like, so my, what, part of my like personality is that I like country music, but like good country music. Right. And for a while I was working for an online publication that covered like queer country musicians. I love queer country. I think it's the best subgenre in existence. So yeah, I was kind of hype when Lil Nas X was just like doing his little thing, and there was that whole controversy with whether or not um, the it, he was gonna be on like the country billboards. Mm, that made me so upset. Yeah. And so I just want to say that like my dad, he's just like he's just a he's an old school country fan, and my dad was like, hell yeah, this guy's country. Like I love him. Yeah. And then Billy Ray Cyrus came on, and I was Which like, is undeniably country. Oh, so country. Yes. And also so poggers. I love Old Town Road. Um, part of that is because, so at least for me, I don't know if this was your guys' experience. That was the first song of his I heard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Heard it, on the radio. It wasn't his first song? I mean, well, we, we could have been, like, wondering. new. It was his first, that was his first, like. It was his first, like, pop-off. Release. Yeah. I mean, did he have any songs before that? Okay, I guess we have to do some research. Because because I could have sworn I'd listen. Discography. Nazarati. Oh, he had songs before that. You listened to it before it was cool. Damn. Yeah, he had he had like a whole mixtape in 2018. Was it on Spotify or Apple Music? Um, let me see. (laughs) But I think we can all agree, Old Town Road is yeah, definitely. Like probably most of our first introductions. Yeah, to him. It's not on. And I think it was most people's first introductions to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. I knew someone in high school who, you know, a black guy did some rap then, does some rap now, goes by Louis Luther, um, and this was our junior, senior year. He got really inspired by Old Town Road, and he wrote his own, like, country hip-hop rap mashup. And so I was like, hell yeah, this guy's inspiring people like outside of just people who are like him i feel like it would have been really easy for the kid i knew to be like oh i'm not gonna like emulate gay boy over here gay boy i mean well there was also he didn't he didn't come out he didn't come out right away right away um which i think is interesting because well i mean if you listen to old town road he's talking about bull riding and boobies True. Which is like, but it's more of like a statement on yeah, country music yeah. culture, mm-hmm. which yeah. I thought was so so fascinating. Yes. yes, I I very much liked that, and I think, uh, but yeah, I think all of all of his EP seven had like het- heterosexual language, mm-hmm. like really, 
that that's what I recall. Oh. Well, isn't it in one of the songs that he alludes to being gay? Um, I mean, Taylor Swift alludes. <laughs> we can we can say there are a lot of allusions. Okay, but remember when he came out, he said, "Look closer yeah, at, at the, the lyrics of true. this song." Oh, I don't. So I, I thought I remembered it being mostly like gender neutral in the Maybe. album, but I also wasn't probably looking that close. Probably. I don't But know. I mean, he also came out really close to the release of the album. Yes. So, yes. I mean, it's entirely possible that I didn't listen to it until after I already knew. Because yeah. I do I do recall him coming out while like Old Town Road was still popular. Yes. Like it was still on the Probably radio. Still when he came out. It, Honestly, I hope it never dies. <laughs> Please, Old Town Road. I mean, I have to say, I'm. I love that he did all those remixes. I think that's really great of him. But I'm still just. I'm gonna stick with the Billy Ray Cyrus one. Like oh I, yeah, that's the best. I yeah. feel like he did almost too many remixes. But it's okay. I was kind of for it because it was almost entirely just devoted to genre blending. Yeah, mm, which I was like, I was like, honestly, it's already such a blended genre mm-hmm. of a song true. that just. Throwing in even more. Throw in some K-pop. Exactly. Some, I was like, you're reaching Soul different. You're, Soul Town Road. That you're not good. just you're not just collaborating with people whose music is like yours. You're really going out there to the edges mm-hmm. and really increasing your audience base mm-hmm. too. So yeah. I, I I liked that. I didn't listen to all of them, a bunch. Yeah. But yeah. I I I think that there was a version of Old Town Road for everyone. We yeah. all have our favorite versions. It's just like uh, Doctor Who. Everyone has their own their own, their own favorite doctors. I left that part of myself in middle school, Emma. <laughs> well, some of us Tough. don't have that luxury. Some of us have tumblers. Yeah, some of us are stuck with our crimes. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, overall, it wasn't like explicitly gay. Like there wasn't, wasn't there wasn't any. Wasn't I want a boy yeah. to cuddle with me all night. I would yeah. agree. It um, was not Montero levels. It was not Montero levels. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other music artists who are out as some lgbt who state it so explicitly in their music and their music is so about it who are the same level of fame that will not yeah i was gonna say like there are definitely other artists but yeah, yeah he's like super mainstream like, we can talk about like sam smith mm-hmm. i feel like they fell off yeah we can talk yeah. about it's that. more of a niche mm-hmm. yeah niche genre or niche artist yeah. there so Lil Nas X is he's super mainstream and he he's yeah. really just like out there with his sexuality in a way that like you know there are some um artists like Demi Lovato and like Lady Gaga who like identify as queer but it's mm-hmm. not really the main focus of all of their songs and like there's stuff out there um like if I'm thinking of mainstream artists that I've listened to you know like Ariana Grande alluded to being at least not hetero in a song that she did with Which her song monopoly with victoria monet <laughs> okay no it's a good song everyone okay. should listen to it it's, it's a bop and victoria monet, monet also um identifies as not completely straight at least but also if okay. you listen to the rest of ariana grande's music you would never know that you know yeah like there's nothing in there that would clue you into Very her true. not being straight and every time there's a like you know those little fillers that musicians use mm-hmm. like boy Mm-hmm. That is all she uses, and yeah. I've noticed that with a lot of artists. Is even if they identify as queer, mm-hmm. it, they still lean towards heteronormative words in mm-hmm. their songs. But at the same time, you know, it, it, there's this weird line like they don't have to make all their content queer to be queer. Yeah, and I exactly. Stand, yes. And I stand by that. And if they do want to make all their content queer, then they can go for it. But also, a lot of those those artists identify as queer, but 
they also still lean straight. Whereas Lil Nas X is completely queer. Yes. He so is a homo. Cool. I and love I him love so him. much. And I love him and would die for him. Yeah. And so he doesn't tell. have that option of kind of cam- chameleoning, chameleoning, mm-hmm. straight passing, camouflaging yes. as a straight. He doesn't really he doesn't really have that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where I was going with that, but I love Lil Nas X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you couldn't tell, um, Lil Nas X doing podcast. Little not basically, basically we're, th- our first episode's about him. That has to say something. This it says everything. we could have talked about anything. Glee? Anything. Shira. Glee Shira? is gay. Glee is very gay. Shira. Yeah, I've only been... known straights who like it. I'm so um, sorry. It's kind of like it's kind of like Santana Lopez taught me the word lesbian. What? I was like in fifth grade. Okay. How was I supposed to know? I googled okay. it because I have a well. Who told? Well, I never heard it before Glee. Definitely, who was talking about lesbians in like third grade? Trauma. Okay, yeah. trauma. <laughs> Should we have like a trauma segment where we trauma dump <laughs> oh every my episode? God. No, I could I could talk about that for a while because I have a, a, a relatively small amount of trauma and it's why I don't like pride. But that can be a different episode. <laughs> or we could talk about <laughs> well, it. Well, you're just you're just gonna or dump that you don't a, like. Or we pride? could give a small introduction no, wait, wait, wait. to that I think, now. I think. I think we can save that for a later time. Give the readers yeah. some I need some time to think about it. Come that. back next episode. We'll talk about how I don't have a lot of trauma, and that's why I don't like pride. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you've got, like, the girl in red type thing where her first, yeah. like, um, EP or whatever was just, like, all, like, queer. And that I felt like and, – and, like, King Princess – and mm-hmm. the thing about that is that, like, they're not actually that great of artists or they're songs. They're really not. 1950 and Talia are amazing. Oh, Talia was so good. <sighs> so good. But, like, King Princess's album, not... It's not very good. It's but not very good. But we are drawn yes. to them because it's finally representation. Mm-hmm. It's like how, Sid, you and I were talking about this earlier, how we watched Camilla, Carmilla, mm-hmm. how we watched Carmilla because we knew it was bad quality, but it was, like... Gay. Okay, lesbians. So we watched it because we were thirsty for content. Yeah. Thirsty. Thirsty for content. Yeah, I mean, some other... I'm trying to think about, like... I I love... That's part of the reason that I think I, I really appreciate that shows like um, She-Ra or Owl House are a thing. It's because, hopefully, little gays won't be <laughs> that thirsty for content and they won't be scouring the deep dark pits of the internet for they anything that they don't have to listen to king with. princess's they album they don't have to listen to king no princess no one should have to listen to king princess's album i'm sorry <laughs> there's a couple a bobs king princess hate podcast it's not a hate i don't <laughs> dislike podcast dislike i yeah but um yeah i agree i agree uh, um queer queer media queer artists do you guys have any like favorite um non lil nas x queer artists i can't think of any other queer artists okay i I can think of many people who like identify as queer i can't think of a lot of people who specifically put out queer content though you know what i mean yeah um because like if if you're gay and you write a song but it doesn't really allude at all to being gay then it's not really like queer content it's content produced by a queer which Mm -hmm. is still cool but it's not really it's different in the sense of representation, I think. Not in the sense that there's there's a queer person succeeding, which is fantastic. And again, I don't think all your content has to be queer. I don't mm-hmm. think that at all. But it's like, if you're listening, if you're a girl listening, looking for an artist who's also a girl, who sings about girls, then 
like explicitly then have i got the artist for you <laughs> so my favorite artist is katie pruitt i'm wearing her shirt right now everyone thinks that it's um i have a shirt with my girlfriend's name on it because my girlfriend's named katie but i'm not that big of a simp i thought that was a place because it's backed mm, with like yeah. a mountain sunset it and katie i know it pruitt. says atlanta but i was like oh yes katie pruitt National Park in Atlanta? Or I hope she Montana. gets a national park. It kind of looks like Montana. Oh, uh, yeah. Montero? Montero? Montana? I think we should rename Montana to Montero. Katie Pruitt's my favorite artist. Um, and she has, like, the... She has one debut album out called Expectations. And she... Some of her songs are just so queer. She's, like, um Americana folk type type deal um and she is my definitely favorite song queerest song is gonna be like loving her um which is just about how she used to be afraid to like um put her girlfriend's name in a song mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna say i i came up with with a, a queer person who who does okay queer music and it is dodie and i only thought oh. about that because at my last winter formal someone did request that they play she 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 and it was a real big turn down <laughs> like i feel bad for whatever little little pair of freshman lesbians requested that <laughs> because everyone was like turn this crap off oh my god i love she i think she's a great song but not for winter formal i Slow did dance. not know dodie was queer i have not listened what did you to think dodie. she was about I don't listen to she. I don't listen to Dodie. Her bestest friend? Yeah. I don't she I she didn't like listen to the song. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Katie Pruitt, she's actually queer. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so her whole album, she's got some songs that are just about, like, being herself, and then there's a lot of songs where she just, like, casually mentions her girlfriend, which is mm -hmm. super cool. Yeah. And, like, those are my favorite, because she'll just be, like, singing about mental health, and then she'll, like, reference her girlfriend. And I got to see her in concert um, a few weeks ago, she was opening for American Aquarium at the Waiting Room Lounge in Omaha, love which is super cool because American Aquarium, I love their frontman, BJ Barham, because he is, like, walking the walk of, like, supporting queer artists. He took out Katie Pruitt on tour with him, and he took out Adeem the Artist, who's, like, this super cool non-binary, like, banjo, like, deity. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and so... But yeah, I think I think it's really awesome when artists, especially because American Aquarium is a country band, and so a lot of the crowd there was a little, you know, older, white, a little more yeehaw, a little more yeehaw. Um, and, and I was I was clearly like one of the lesser yeehaws, but there was like this this like old lesbian couple. Well, they weren't old; they were like forty. Um. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay, but they were, like, lesbians, and they were so cute, and they were, like, at the front when she was singing her songs, and they were just, like, crying because of, like, this, like, young girl just getting to sing about, like, loving her girlfriend, oh. and it was so sweet. And then there was, like, this really big macho guy who was, like, you guys are so adorable, and I was, like, yes. These are the interactions I live for. Yes. So, yeah, um, that's that's my favorite queer artist and I saw her in concert, and it was really cool because I could tell a lot of people were getting exposed to a side of country music that they hadn't been before, and mm -hmm. they all seemed, I mean, they didn't all seem pretty interested. But for the most part, a lot of people were really into it, and I thought that was really awesome. And so you should listen to Katie Pruitt. Nice. We should make a queer artist pod, um, playlist. We already have a podcast. I was going to say, like, good <laughs> news. <laughs> <laughs> look, look around. <laughs> Yeah, we can do a pod. We can put a podcast. A, a po po pod podcast playlist. A podcast. Yeah, podcast <laughs> playlist. That's what I was saying. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Idea by Sid. Um, we yeah, can for sure. We'll, do that. we'll give you yeah some queer artists to listen to, and there will be 
a lot of Lil Nas X on there. A lot of Lil Nas X, and then some Katie Pruitt. And Dodi. And Girl in Red. No, just a couple Girl in Red. Just a couple. Only the good Girl in Red. No, yeah. But um, I guess I'll talk about my favorite queer artist now, um, which uh, is unfortunately a uh, not many. Um, I'm kind of a bad gay. Um, I'll say this a lot. We all are. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm a good gay. Sid's a good gay. <laughs> okay, Sid. <laughs> but, because, I mean, I identify as queer, mm-hmm. and obviously, sexualities can't really be defined by percentages. Like, there's no, oh, I'm 90% attracted to straight, m- or to, to men. To straight. <laughs> to straight. <laughs> to the straights. <laughs> but, um... I mean, I do, I do lean hetero, and mm-hmm. at least in my relationships to my crushes, but I also, I don't like to date, so it doesn't really matter either way. I yeah. won't date you if you're a man or a woman or in between. Why are you looking either? at me when you said I won't date you? <laughs> I don't know, maybe because you're sitting in front of me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> take Damn. everything personally. Me with my, with the only person who has a girlfriend on this podcast. Oh, like, why would y'all up. date me? Oh y'all know I have a girlfriend. Shout out to my girlfriend, Katie. If you're listening to this, you're probably embarrassed right now. Hi, Katie. <laughs> Hi, Katie. Shout out to it's his girlfriend. It's a pleasure. <laughs> um, anyway, awesome. so, like, I, since I do lean straight a lot of times, which, of course, I mean, does not a- erase my queerness, but I am very, you know, straight passing, and I can get... I don't know. I can listen to a lot of straight music without ever re- a lot of. T- I can go a long time without feeling a need to listen to something specifically about women. I guess just because I go either way, but I tend to go a lot one way right now. That's just where I am. Sometimes in my life, I go a lot more women, and that's just how it be. Um, so I mean, I like I said, a lot of my favorite artists have identified publicly as queer. Um, like I'm pretty sure um, Doja Cat identifies as um, she does not completely straight Let's at least google that doja cat I gay question you? mark doja cat queer is doja cat gay she also said that she is gay in the past <laughs> um how doja cat keeps canceling conflict she used an anti-gay slur queer and trans women rappers who are slaying the game from September 3rd, 2021. Doja Cat. Doja. Um, while she hasn't formally come out, she has stated that she likes both and likes people that I can have sex with. That sounds like a coming out to me. Yeah, that's, like that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty queer. All right. Yeah, so like, people like Doja Cat, you know. So now that we fact check. Yeah, now yeah, that we fact check. Um, see, like, because people like Doja Cat identify as, you know, at least open to everything. Yes. Which, I mean, again, that is queer rep because yes. that is someone, you know, like me, like us, who is out there in the world doing their thing, succeeding. Uh, but unless I'm mistaken, every one of Doja Cat's songs is about men, if it's about romance or sex at all, which I also want to point out, not every song at all has to be about romance or sex. Some are about being a cow. Yes. <laughs> and actually, and that one slaps so hard. That right? so good. I okay, remember, also. I remember listening to Moo as like a sophomore in high school and just like <laughs> ugh, going off. Ugh. So good. I think I'm gonna claim uh, "Best Friend" um, by Doja and Sweetie as queer rap. They're best friends to lovers. That's what the song's about. <laughs> Thanks. Best friends to lovers art. Best friends to lovers art. In the song, she says, "Best friend, you my soulmate." So, like, back to my favorite artist, which I brought up ten minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I I listen to a lot of people who also happen to be queer, but mm. I'm also fortunate in a way that I 
don't have to go searching out for queer media, which I know is like a privilege that not everyone has because if you lean even more queer than me, you need more queer media to listen to. I, I get it. need it to survive. Exactly. I mean, like, but do we though? Yeah, I do. I like barely listen to any queer media. Oh, then I don't know. I'm I just know that I don't. Hella Taylor Swift right now. Well, oh, Taylor Swift. That's... Taylor Swift is loved by the gays though. Taylor <sighs> Swift is sapphic culture. Without that's needing true. to be sapphic. Yeah. That's so true. And so, like... We're it, gonna make an episode about Taylor Swift. Oh, yes, we are. For yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, oh, we yes, are. we are. Never so, mind. Betty? <laughs> Betty? I'm not there when Taylor's... yet. I'm on reputation. Oh. Um. Anyway, so, yes. my favorite artist, Um. if I had to go for one that I... I, I, I the only, like, queer artist I know who specifically sings a lot about being queer is Girl in Red. Um... I liked her most recent album. I thought it was good. I didn't listen to it. Um, I like, I don't know if Mitski's queer. I like Mitski. What is going on with Mitski? Mitski's queer culture. Yeah. Um, And then everyone else, and it's stuff like, you know, Meg the Stallion. Meg is definitely queer culture. Yeah. Meg is queer culture. Yeah. We can just claim everything as queer culture, and then we can cover anything in this podcast. And that's what what are they going to do? Tell us. us that we're wrong? That would actually be homophobic, transphobic. Queerphobic. That would be wrong. It would be hateful of them. So yeah, I mean, I'll look. Next time, I'll prep. I'll have some better queer artists. Oh, it's it's okay. I I honestly think like I was just wondering because that is a really big part. Also because I worked for a place that covered queer country artists, and I like literally made listicles of like the most supremely sapphic country songs. Yeah. Um. So like I. But overall, my favorite's definitely definitely Lil Nas X. Um, okay, so that yeah. was clear by the you know the episode. Com- coming back to Lil Nas X. So coming back to the topic of the episode. The topic of the episode. I have a closing thought, not about Lil Nas X. <laughs> if you're a listener from Lincoln or Omaha, um, and you want some queer rep of a local band, um, No Functional Purpose, um, is a great one. Um, the lead bassist is who's also the singer. Weird. Um, is asexual and their guitarist uses he they pronouns and it's one of the few bands I would say in my time covering local music for the Daily Nebraskan that is actually queer rep. If you're more <laughs> in, if you're more into um, electronic stuff, Plaque Blake um, is gay. He does a lot of like, <laughs> like leather Black gay. Blake. Yeah, I, I get it. He, he does you're a lot so of, smart. Like, <laughs> he does a lot of like leather gay aesthetic Mm. like bringing back like old school and he has like songs about like cruising and stuff like that um closing thoughts about Lil Nas X um I love him yeah I love him amazing incredible fantastic show-stopping beautiful Um, a beautiful man I've loved every song I've ever heard by him ever so good I guess I haven't heard his first um mixtape yeah no No, I've Nazarati Nazarati I have not heard Nazarati I don't think so I will go listen to that but any song that was not on Nazarati I have loved Mm -hmm. which is why I was so excited for. I just want to give a special shout out to Rodeo with Cardi B oh Mm. I just really like that song I love that song okay I gotta go I gotta go listen to Lil Nas X now I like was literally listening to it on repeat for this episode and now it just makes me want to listen to it more you like study yeah, I've been studying, Emma. I've been studying Young Gravy. We're seeing Young oh, Gravy no. tomorrow. We'll do an episode about Young Gra- No, we won't. No, no, no we no. won't. No, we I will won't. never. I no. will never. There's three of us, and we're all queer, and we're signing off, and we hope that you will listen to us talk next time about a 
other assorted queer media. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, go stream Montero. Go stream Montero. <laughs> go stream Montero. Um, I've been Emma. I've been Sid. I think I still am. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I am Becca. I am Becca. And we're very proud of all of you Qualies for listening. Oh, yes. Shout out to the Qualies. You to keep the us Qualies. going. <laughs> all right, I'm cutting it off. <laughs> <laughs>